You're listening to the Shantyman Podcast, a conversation designed to help those recovering from religion find true faith in the Creator. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Victor Summers here with the Shantyman Podcast, live in downtown Chatham, New Brunswick. Good to have you joining us today. We uh, have a special guest on with us today, and despite the fact that he is probably one of the most important people in my life, I have not had this young man on the podcast yet, in over 50 podcasts, if you believe it. But let me introduce to you my flesh and blood, my only son, Trenton Summers. Trenton, say hello. Hey, how are you? Good. Welcome to the podcast, Trenton. You're filling in for Sam Rushton today. What's going on? Well, we were just, before you started recording, we were just talking about sports. Right. And how I don't watch any of them or could care to watch any sports. I like playing sports. That was a big thing for me was right. playing them. But it feels like everyone else around me, around here and probably all many parts of the world are into sports a lot more than I could ever care about and that doesn't bother me whatsoever. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Why do you not care to watch sports? I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't want to offend anybody in saying it's a waste of time because there's things that I waste my own oh, time with. Oh, too late. You already offended No, I, I waste my time with other things. Right. And if it's if for whoever's listening, it's not a waste of time to them, and they get real into it, and they could be playing pro line, they could want to get something out of it right. by betting on it, which mm-hmm. is completely fine. But no, mm, I, well, I, it's not completely fine. But we'll, well, get, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. But, <laughs> but they, uh, yeah, no. People be asking me if I watch the game. It could be any season, and I just say no. And they're like, "Why don't you watch sports?" And I can't even give them a reason why. Well, I, I kind of have to think that's a bit of my fault, right? Why is that? Well, because I think a lot of people pick up their love of televised sports or following sports teams because of their parents, right? Because of their dad, your dad. You know, if you grew up, you know, if I sat you in front of the TV to watch the hockey game every Saturday night, right? you'd probably pick it up, wouldn't you? Yeah. Instead, it was American Pickers. and <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what you like, right? Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. I like antiques. My, fa- my father never, we never watched sports growing up. It was never on TV. And I, I you know, I'm, I'm not a sports fan either, obviously, because you're not. But I always say, I, I, ma- I always make the mistake of watching like the final game, whether it's the Stanley Cup or that's the only one I can think of right now. <laughs> what do they call the baseball? The NFL the- games. Yeah, the Super Bowl. Oh, okay, yeah, there's another one, yeah. one. And the basketball is the hoop classic. No, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> not hard to tell. We don't know sports. But anyway, I, I always make the mistake of watching the final game, and then I start to care, right? And I'm like, why did I start watching this stupid thing? Because now I care who wins, and I'm all stressed out. And if I had have just not turned it on, I could have went on with my life, and it wouldn't have mattered one iota. I could have woke up the next day and checked the stats, see who won. It wouldn't have affected yeah. me at all. Well, for you and UFC, that was different. That was different than, than well, what would people say, regular sports. Right. Yeah, we watched a, a yeah. lot of UFC. But we were into that because it was, it's fun to watch, which right. is one. 
and and someone could potentially die and that, right. that is probably a big reason and then you would that. you would we would watch ufc and then you would take it out on your foster brothers yeah yeah that was good i learned new moves <laughs> and yeah i got to practice josh just had his birthday a couple of days ago shout out to josh We'll we'll have to let him know that we mentioned him and Michael. For listeners that don't know, Jody and I, a number of years ago, we had a couple of foster children in our home when we lived in Halifax. We had a great experience with them, two and a half years. Great experience, right, Trenton? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Really, you can say that? Yeah. Now? Okay. Oh yeah. I don't I don't have the same memory as as <laughs> of you liking it back then. Yeah. It was hard though. Yeah. Well, I was an only child, and I wanted to keep it that way. Right. So. But no, it, it was nice having the experience of a couple brothers, because I never got that before. So that was it was different. Well, I think it's like anything. You look back and you can you look back with fond memories on those things. Yeah, and we still stay in touch and celebrate their birthdays. And but man, we had some we <laughs> we had some wild battles back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Some, there was some. Scratching, scratching, crying, a little bit of crying yeah. for sure from everybody. <laughs> you were the youngest. You, you, uh, but I fought the hardest. Well, you because you put me in front of the television. Y- yeah, exactly. There, it's it all come back. Yeah. That's that's why I did it. Mm-hmm. Teaching you, teaching yeah. you some moves. What's going on in your life? You tell people a little bit about yourself. How old are you? Yeah. What, what do you do? What yeah, do, What have so you done? I, what have you accomplished? Oh. Well, in your life. I'm not that far ahead. No. Okay. Yeah. So I just, I turned 20 in November mm-hmm. and I just started a new job at Green Diamond here in Miramichi, which is our John Deere dealership. Yeah. I have to explain that to people too. I, I tell people you started at Green Diamond. Yeah. No. And people even from around here, when they hear that sometimes they don't recognize that name, but right. it is fairly new. It's only six years old, the oh, building itself. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But John Deere, everybody knows everybody that. Everybody knows John Deere. Yes. It's been around what, hundred and ten years. It's only my third week, dude. <laughs> you gotta have that. You gotta have that information. Yeah, no, they they've been yeah. So they made they made tractors for a while, and now I sell them. Green and yellow, that green and yellow. I just see the color yeah. and I just get excited. Beautiful. It no, it is the Cadillac of agricultural equipment, but now. Um, not this uh, section where I'm working in. Uh, they also sell power sports as well. So you can get um, Can-Am, Ski-Doo, and Sea-Doo pieces oh. at a Green Diamond near you. Just okay. not in Miramichi yet. N- not yet. So, But you're hoping for that. Yeah, th- that would be fun. So you get hired on to sell heavy equipment. Yeah, I'm I'm the ag salesman, and there's also another salesman there. His name's Pat, mm-hmm. and he sells the smaller equipment. So he'll be selling the lawn mowers and the yeah. zero turns and the small, tr- uh, compact utility trucks. A lot of local people would know Pat, right? He's been, I think he's been a salesman. Yeah, I think he almost, walks almost. a lot, so people yes, know he does. him from that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he puts on a lot of miles. He used to come down past the the Vogue here in Canard Street quite a bit. I'd see him walking. Yeah. So that's good. So you just started a job, a new job. Now yeah. you've been you've you've done a few things in your life. Oh even, yeah, this is my first job. No, before this I was working at Berger, which is our peat bog mm-hmm. here in the Maritimes. It's one of the largest in the Maritimes. And, and and again, people don't realize that we're somewhat known for peat. Yes. Right? 
which you discovered, and that's maybe for another podcast. What? Right? You discovered the the peat itself. You discovered the herb. Oh, <laughs> no, uh, no. Did I tell you that? Yeah, you told me that. <laughs> yeah, and I told everyone at Berger <laughs> that my dad. I was the discovered this. <laughs> what you've been doing for sixty plus years, my dad. My dad thought of this first. Yeah, I had the I had the original idea to take peat out of the ground and yeah. make a soil amendment product out of it. <laughs> yeah. So when I worked there, that was fun. I I started there. I was a truck driver there. Oh yeah. And I was fresh out of college then, and I took in college at MBCC, New Brunswick Community College. I took um, heavy equipment service technician. So mm-hmm. they hired me right on, and uh, from there I wanted to do a little more, so I moved inside the plant, and I was in a lab, because I didn't want to get dirty anymore. Right. So I moved into a lab, and I was doing tests on peat, and and then I, I just, I knew from a long time ago that I wanted to get into sales, so I was pursuing that pretty strong, and that's when I finally found Green Diamond. Nice. Yeah. So you said you went to, uh, you took heavy equipment mechanic at NBC. Yeah, it was just a year. Right. But I had no idea what I wanted to do after high school, so it was the that seemed like the easiest thing to get yeah. into. Yeah. And I I I never wanted to get into university, so I never tried in high school. Mm. So I had probably the easiest grade eleven, well nine through twelve, of anybody. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I've always said this too, and you you know this. I've talked talked to your mom about it. I'll actually tell people, uh, parents about it too. I've never seen it. I never seen a guy. Speaking of you that seem to have such an easy time going through school what what do what can we attribute that to i mean there there, there has to be there has to be some secret there that we could share on the podcast here with if there's a young person listening and they're in high school or in college oh yeah how'd you manage to pull that yeah off? talk you, talk to the guidance counselor can't if, possibly be that smart <laughs> if he sees that you are lazy enough he will put you in every class you possibly could that you don't have to do a thing. But for me, I he, he I I didn't I didn't I didn't consider myself lazy. No. But I told him this is what I want to do. If you know what you want to do after high school. Right. I said this is what I want to get into. I already know I'm not going to university. Yeah. So he will put you in something that will get you into community college and that be it. But for me, it just worked out that I really liked automotive as well yes. and just working on cars. So that's the main courses i was put into and i probably could have slept for six months out of that year. <laughs> so. no but listen that's and, and you're not stupid no. i mean i mean you no. a bit of brain there but you're not just only mechanically smart which i think you get that from from your uncle so you get a lot right. of mechanics and heavy equipment operators and you're on your on both sides of the family but academically you're you're no slouch you you have a bit of math and you can, oh yeah, you can, no, well, you can speak good. Well, yeah, for this job, I I have to good, be talking good grammar. You all speak the time. Real good, but yeah, so that's another thing. If you're good at talking, you can pretty much talk yourself out of anything you don't want to do. But I attribute, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. But I attribute your ease of getting through school as trimming the fat. You didn't do anything that you a knew you weren't going to excel at, and b knew was was not going to help you advance. You know. To, to your into your career into your right yeah into, so that that would life. be that'd be a big help for anybody if you yeah if you can weed out the pre-calculus a and b right and the psychology and biology that you know you don't need right and again see the guidance counselor yeah, is a big help i wasn't that smart no i took advanced math 
trigonometry, calculus. Solid 55. Solid. And you know, too, because you found that report card. Yeah. Yeah. But I never missed a day, Trenton. Never missed a day. But you do know now if, like, a 55 isn't a pass anymore. So you could be still going to high school. Listen, now. I, it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt me to go back and go to high school. Yeah. I still don't know what I'm what I'm wanting to do. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. So you 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 got through school. You went to college. Did what you you felt you wanted to do, right? Yeah. Why why did you why did you not want to go to university? Let's explore that a little bit because that's kind of interesting to me. No, you had, I, you I had two two college educated parents right but i i just heard so much and it, it might be just well not even my generation but maybe just what i've been looking at and who i've been listening to is influencers saying that uh that university is not the way right of this generation and i heard it from my own teachers saying that uh, uh trades are the biggest upcoming and before i even heard about any sales like when i was still in high school that was the way for me to go and that's mm-hmm. that's why i chose to okay. get in heavy equipment because they just told me trades were the were the way up so yeah but and 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 see the the direction was completely different for me mm. when i was coming up it was like well you gotta go to university or you're not gonna do nothing with your life right yeah and so uh yeah that's what i thought i had to do university i don't think that's bad at all if you no. can get through it at least four years if you can get through it and you actually find something right. that you really want to do with it, depending on what if you take an arts or if you major in something. And I have, I have friends that are going to university now and they're doing great. Sure. Jansen Loger, that's one. Mm-hmm. He's he's uh, all through high school. All I know him to be is studying. Yeah. You know. But he has a he has a very specific career path too that oh right well if your dad's a doctor you probably want to he really knows he really knows what he's going to do at the other end i that's the unfortunate thing is we that a lot of young people end up going through college and university and come out still having no idea what they want to do and they have a huge student loan yeah but like there's there's all different like the game of life that's a that's a game and it's it's just the same sometimes i'd i'd always win from not choosing the university path, but sometimes it's the other <laughs> what, way. Literally so. in the game, you mean? Oh yeah, in the oh, game. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, you just you just start a job. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then like with mom playing, sometimes she'd take the university, and I'd be winning. And as soon as she come out of debt, bam, doctor, she'd get oh, that job. Okay. So, and that's how it can turn out. It's it is the game of life that mm-hmm. we're all playing. Yeah. So. It is just a game. Yeah. Wrong directions. Can you make a? A mistake? Mm-hmm. Have you made any mistakes in your life? Any regrets? Your mom and I just uh, just had a big discussion about that a couple of weeks ago. About my regrets? No, not oh, okay. your regrets. Okay. Well, yeah. It, uh, I mean, a, a regret of mine would have been something I can't even help, I don't think. I love the brand BMW, hmm. and I can never get out of it. I don't want to. Let's but maybe let's I think ex- about let's that. Let's explore sometime. that a little bit. People would tell people what that means. Yeah. So I, I, everybody loves something. Just like when we talk back sports, you love sports, mm-hmm. and I know people that have tattooed a sports team on their leg, and they're diehard for that for the rest of their lives. Right. Well, I put BMW, the car brand, mm. on my arm. I don't regret it. Mm. But maybe, in the future, I could. Okay. So that's what I I think about sometimes. Not so much 
the tattoo. I like it. I think it's cool. But just knowing and promising myself from a while ago that I won't own anything but a BMW. And my first one, I was 15. And at 15, I knew that it was going to be a mistake. But I just kept doing it because it was costing me so much money. Right. This car that can only be serviced at one place. And the and the the cost of owning is 75% higher than any other car brand. Right. But I just love it so and, and much pe- and, that and I don't want. Yeah. And we're two hours away. Right. People, yeah. From, people listening. Yeah. We're two hours away from, from the nearest service station yeah. for BMW. But you went ahead and got the logo on your arm. I did, which yeah. is which is kind of a kind of a a faux pas. I mean, oh yeah, no, you, people you know, talk about that all the time. With right. my arm. Like, why would you do that now? So it's just, I I did it to prove to myself that you will not own anything <laughs> but a BMW, and I don't care. So I don't how, care. How, <laughs> tell people how many you've owned so yeah, far. Yeah, so I'm on my fourth. Okay, fourth. I'm 20 yeah. years old. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. What, we may have to unpack that a little bit. This may yeah. be a we may have identified. <laughs> a problem yeah my my first one that it was an old one you know i was it was my first car ever mm-hmm. i didn't know that i'd love it so much but i love that one um it's just something about it people ask me sometimes why why bmw mm-hmm. and i said you just have to drive one yeah it is a completely different experience no matter the year yeah no matter the model yeah it's another car so if you ever get a chance to hop in a BMW, new or old, you'll you'll instantly realize German engineering. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You have German in your uh, in your roots. That could be why too. Then, maybe yeah. that's it. Yeah. Maybe you're just getting back to your roots. That's what it is. Yeah. What's the goal? What's the goal with the BMW? At the end of the road. Yeah. I mean, you got well. Hopefully. You just got another one. Die of old age, right? <laughs> right. Surrounded by them. Really? Yes. Just like in a room <laughs> by myself. Oh, oh my goodness. Just me and the cars. Oh, yeah. that's so sad. That'll be it. That is that's gonna make me <laughs> that's gonna make me cry. No, it's it's come fun. on, that's, everybody's that's, you everybody has hobbies and that's mine. Yeah. So if you don't But like say it, that well, say you weren't serious thing. about dying alone surrounded by bmws your mother's gonna <laughs> listen to this and she's gonna freak she's gonna no, talk to you about this it's just a joke yeah no most people say i want to be die of old age surrounded by my family yeah you say surrounded <laughs> by your bmws yeah no but that's true it's it's fun to have a uh, fun to have a hobby i collect hot wheels and that's another problem and you know what i might have got that from you because didn't you if people don't know, since we're revealing everything about me, you have Hot Wheels yes. tattooed on your oh, arm yeah, as I well. Do. I do. So I must have got it from you then. Hot Wheels. Yeah. Beat that. Yeah. So we're just the same deep down. <laughs> the old apple doesn't fall from from the tree. Everybody got problems. Stanley, you know that. <laughs> it's an office reference. Yeah. Yeah. We've watched a lot of office back in the day. Still watch it. Still. Yeah. Round 10. So I want to talk a bit about your spiritual journey, Mm. what that's been like for you. I come to Christ when I was six. Mm -hmm. I was six years old. And that was a big big thing for me. I remember it. I'll never forget it. I remember where I was. Mm -hmm. 
we were living at the Roonies. I remember that. Oh, okay. And I wanted a room that was real dark. Uh, no windows. Yeah, I remember I that. don't know why this is coming. This is just what I'm remembering. So yeah. I'm just going to keep going with it. Yeah, sure. So it was it was a room with no windows, and it was nice and dark when I went to bed, and I liked that. And I was just, I couldn't get to sleep that night. And I asked Mom to come in. And I obviously went to, what, what would I have been, Cubby's? Mm-hmm. Not TNT, Cubby's. No, yeah. Sparks. Sparks then. Yeah. But yes. I did Cubbies as yep. well, which is the Awana programs. Yep. So I knew... It's the chil- International knew. Children's Ministry, if people don't know what Awana is. Right. I'm sorry so you don't know what Awana is, if you're listening. Right, yeah. No, I'm just surprised the best you found club. Je- surprised you found Jesus at all. Oh, yeah. And that, and for me, Awana was a big thing, because mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted something mm-hmm. from it. And that's what I got. I got to come to Christ, and I kept with Awana right till the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, no, I was just, I was six years old, and it was there at that house, and, um, and yeah, since then, I, I come to church on a regular basis, and I, I like that, but, uh, but, no, I feel I'm, I'm 20 now, and I, I try my best just to, just to keep up with, uh, reading Bible, um, Right now, I, 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 I tithe regularly, which I like doing. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, and it is a choice, right? And, and, a, a, and a discipline, too. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, because I know like, some people can find that, that very hard to keep up with, but now I just I just think it's second nature now just to mm-hmm. a weekly thing. You just you just give 10% to God, so I've been keeping up with that. And, uh, and yeah, no, I, I feel I'm just starting my spiritual journey even though Mm -hmm. i was i was i come to christ at six years old and i was baptized at 10 Mm -hmm. i remember remember that yeah that was probably that was the biggest baptism probably in the world i think was mine (laughs) other than uh yeah no in the world other than what (laughs) anybody yeah you know jesus was (laughs) baptized you can't claim you can't (laughs) claim that dude no but uh (laughs) no it was big it was big church there was there was probably how many people there, Dad? You knew. I was 10. There was yeah. probably 1,100 people there. Maybe not that many. Well, let's say that many. So that many people seen me come to Christ, so you know you can't come back from that. You can't ever. Well, uh, it's funny you should say that. I know you're joking a little bit, but some a lot of kids do walk away. Yeah, right? but you can't, you can't really completely walk away. Like, you're always, once you're in, you're in. Well, you can ask the question, were they really in? Let's let's mm. let's talk about that then. Did did was there ever a time in your life where you doubted? I mean, you're sitting here 20 years old, and and I mean by by the time a lot of kids, I mean statistically, right, a lot of kids by the time your age, they and the numbers are astronomical. Mm. Some 60, 80 percent of kids have left their faith. Yeah, no, the, not for me because I, I can't understand that. I like I haven't had the hardest life no. in in the world so, and and I feel like maybe if my life was absolutely terrible that would give me a reason maybe to go against to maybe question God. Okay. Like are you even real if I'm having this hard of a time? Yes. Right? Yep. So maybe that would be a big thing and and hopefully it doesn't happen mm-hmm. that it would challenge me like that, but I I even if it did, I I think I I'm old enough to to stand true to uh to stay in a Christ follower. Right. Right? Yeah. And not walking away from my faith. But um 
But yeah, so that's why I I don't think I'd ever come close to that because I can't understand now why someone would ever walk away right. from eternal life. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's eternal life. Yeah. It's why why would you not want that? Right. It's heaven. It's but maybe maybe you could maybe you could tell me like why why <coughs> maybe just a couple reasons why someone would. Well, it's 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 funny you mention the the difficult the difficult life because that's the number one problem that a lot of young people run into a lot of people run into is not understanding how a good God can allow bad things to happen to good people right right we've talked about that before on the podcast too um, for a lot of people that's that's the main that it's either the main reason for not coming to Christ and not not taking a step to towards even discovering you know who Jesus is and and the truth of the gospel and even reading the Bible. But again, it's a lo- it's it's probably the biggest reason why people walk away from their faith. So it's funny that you uh you kind of picked up on that right away. Right. I mean, there's a ton of other reasons. No, yeah. A ton of other reasons too. I I think a lot of people, a lot of young people are are you know, poorly taught and poorly grounded. Mm. Which your mom and I always worried about you because you know, how old were you when we when we started church planting? was 10 years away you were 10 11 years yeah. old so we left a very good church with a lot of programs children programs youth programs we had a very connected christian community with lots of young families you had a lot of christian friends you know we moved back here to church plant and there was none of that right yeah but i mean i don't think you'd have to fear as much as well, maybe, maybe if 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 you weren't even a pe- being a pastor and already being a Christ follower yourself and mum, I don't think you had much to worry about. As if you if you weren't, if you would even worry, if you were not a Christ follower or mum, mm-hmm. if you would even worry about that, about me coming to Christ, because I I don't know, is that a worry of a lot of parents that that aren't currently, so they want their kids to get into a faith organization no well it's funny you should say that because a lot of them do even even parents who are irreligious we would say or have no you know wouldn't would wouldn't connect with any faith group when the when their kids start coming coming along maybe their grandparents were you know went to church or were roman catholic or protestant or baptist or whatever and and that kind of triggers something in them saying Oh, we got to get our kids in church. You know, a lot of mm. families end up going back to church or going to church for the first time when the kids come along. Right. So I, I think there's something inherent there in, in parents that feel, whether, the, whether it's misplaced or not, they feel like, well, we got to get our kids, you know, we got to get some, some God into our, into our kids. Mm-hmm. I don't think parents take it as seriously as they, as they should. No. I think they worry about, you know sports activities i think they want well-rounded kids i think they want well-educated kids yeah. all of those things seem to go before you know having having their children spiritually nurtured and knowing god and having eternal life right and if you think about it that should be the most important thing right yeah everyone's going to live forever somewhere should be top of our list and it certainly was for your mom and i with my peers now it feels if i ever brought up anything religious at all it feels like they were they're starting from the ground like absolutely no knowledge whatsoever 
except the little bit they learned in the three years that they went to catechism. Right. And that's about it. So mm-hmm. it is hard to have conversations, Bible-based even, with with someone that, well, I, uh, if they don't know anything but or not even want mm-hmm. to learn anymore. Mm-hmm. And it feels like there's a lot of that with people my age. Mm-hmm. That they're just, you know what, we're here for life and life's what it gives you and you die. Right. And that's it. Right. I was like, well, that's kind of sad. He's like, yeah. That's <laughs> they say, well, yeah, that's why you got to live it while you're here, man. Yeah. Are they okay with that? Like, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. it's so out of their minds. It's get there when we get there. Right. And that's it. And that's all I see now. And it, it might have been the same back when you were my age, but. That's how it is now. I think it's different, a little different. I mean, there was some of that then, but like I talk about, we're really in a post-Christian society now where, you know, there's just, there's there's not a lot of thought given to that. Everybody's spiritual, of course. Right. Because it's it's kind of trendy to to talk about being spiritual, I guess. Zodiac signs. Yeah, all of that. One with the earth. Right, the chakra. From the earth I come to the earth I go. I've heard that. Okay. I've heard that before. That's new. Sounds yeah. new. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah. What are you going to do when you're back there? I don't know. Probably grow into a flower. Something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> well, anything else? It's good. It was, I, yeah. think it, I think it was good getting uh, having people get to know you and hearing your testimony a little bit. Yeah, we'll probably uh, who I am. We'll probably talk about that a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I think next time you come on, we'll have a we'll have an update on the BM, BMW count. Oh right, yeah. You never know. You never know. One might come, another might go. <laughs> There's always going to be one though. You can guarantee any more tattoos. People that any more tattoos. I I have one coming. I think I have plans for one. Another so. BMW. No, no, no. You're done Just with that. Keep it with one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to reveal what your new tattoo is going to be, or is no? That a you'd have to see it. Okay, you'd have to can't see describe it. it. No, it's indescribable. Well, listen, if you're listening when uh, when Trenton gets his next tattoo, we'll post it on the uh, Facebook page. Good for all to see. <laughs> let me let me talk about this too, because I forgot. I forgot you got vanity plates too, didn't you? Oh yeah, that was the newest addition to right. my current BMW. I I actually haven't seen them yet. You really? No. Okay. Well, yeah, I I I went and spent the money and got a custom plate done at the dmv and what they say chevy rules no <laughs> no it's What's uh it it's six letters bmr space boi <laughs> <laughs> beamer boy beamer so if boy. you see me going yeah that's me beamer boy give a toot and get out of the way yeah good coming up behind you well your mom and i are very proud of you every day you make us more proud and uh we just wish you all the best. As I as I used to do and I still I still do Numbers chapter six, I pray the blessing of God over you. God bless you and keep you and make his face shine on you and be gracious to you and protect you. So uh yeah, thanks for thanks for being on the, the old podcast filling yeah, in for Sam. For me. Sam's gonna be back uh back next week and uh we'll catch up with Sam, see how he's doing. He's just starting out getting the getting the family started. Oh, right. I'm at the other end, waiting for grandkids. Oh, yes. uh, no, no Come comment. On. No comment. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no pressure. Yeah. But I want to die surrounded by grandkids, just to let you know. What a terrible dream. That's all I want. That sounds... That's all I want. Okay. Well, we'll see. Maybe you, on the next podcast. If you, if you don't give it to me, I'll never <laughs> forgive you. All right. Good. Thanks for joining us. We love you all. Bye-bye. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, man. You know, you know, Sam signed off. You got to do it. Mary, ha, Mary blessings. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Just blessings. Blessings. Blessings.